Many of us have been saved by God, by Him sending His Word to us, and we rejoiced over His Word. And we continued in His Word, doing the Word of God, abstaining from the things of this world in order to do the Word of God. And some of us have done that for 40 years or more. A woman came to me about a years ago, and she's a neighbor, and she said, do you support gays and lesbians? And I said, oh, I don't think so. It shocked me so much that at that moment, I, I just couldn't answer her other than to say that. Do I support gays and lesbians? No. That's a sin. I don't support drunkards. I don't support adulterers. I don't support adulteresses. That's all sin in the sight of God. I know that by reading the Bible. Paul said in Romans 12 too, Be not conformed to the thinking of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the Holy Bible. When we read the Bible, we see the thoughts of God, and we conform ourselves to what God says. So what does God say about homosexuals and lesbians? Well, this is what I sent to the woman who asked me this question. I sent it to her in writing by U.S. Mail. This is what God says. Let's look at Romans 1. Start at verse 24. Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator. For this cause... God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural youth into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural youth of the woman, burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So do we support homosexuals and lesbians? No. We show them the scriptures and we hope that God will open their ears and their eyes to see that these are sins and that they will repent so they can be saved, just like any sinner. Drunkards, adulteresses, we show them the scriptures on the subject, that they might be saved. So we do not support them in their sin. Instead, we bring them the word of God, which has the power to save them and deliver them from their sin, that they no longer continue in those sins. In John 8, the woman who was taken in adultery was brought before Jesus. He did not condemn her, but he said, 
go and sin no more. She couldn't continue to do these things that she had been doing. For you can't be saved and do the sins that you've done in the past. And really, after we're born again, none of us wants to do those sins. And being born again simply means God opened our ears to hear and God changed us. And when we have been changed by God, we are new creatures. Having the Holy Spirit, seeing the sin, and we certainly do not want to do the past sins that we've done and we continue in the Word of God. The Syrians formed an army and came against Ahab who was king of Israel. Now, he was an evil king, but the Syrians bragged that their God was the real God and that the God of Israel could not save them. 1 Kings 20, verse 28, God sent a prophet to Ahab. And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, Because the Syrians have said the Lord is God of the hills, and he is not God of the valleys. Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thine hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So a great victory came, because God caused it to come. And the prophet of God said to Ahab, Thus saith the Lord, Because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, which was the king of Syria, therefore thy life shall go for his life, and thy people for his people. When they won the war, Ahab let the king of Syria go. So therefore God brought destruction upon Ahab, who was an evil king, because he made friends with the enemy of God. So you're going to go out and approve homosexuals, lesbians, adulterers, adulteresses, drunkards, and others who sin against God in order to keep them as friends and not offend them? James 4.4 says, Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You make yourself into an enemy of God if you provide assistance to these people who are sinning and you fail to speak the word of God to them, giving them an opportunity to be saved. After I was born again, I was visiting at my mother's house in another city. I opened the kitchen cabinet and noticed some Zodiac mugs sitting there. I had given these to her before I was born again because she enjoyed horoscopes and things like that, and I didn't know any better. So I gave her these horoscope mugs. I began taking them out of the cabinet, and she was looking at me, watching me. I put them in a garbage bag. She knew then what I was about to do, and she said, No, no, wait, what are you doing? You gave those to me. I want to keep them. I didn't say a word to her. 
I carried them out to the alley, broke the mugs, and threw them in the garbage dumpster. I returned to the house. She was still sitting there. She didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I went into the bedroom and got a Bible and began reading to her from Deuteronomy chapter 18. I started reading at verse 9. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. And I closed the Bible. And she sat there for a few seconds, silently, saying nothing. And then she said, Well, then I guess we better not do those things anymore. God opened her ears to the truth. She was born again then. She was given the Spirit of God. She was a new creature. I came back to Dallas where I lived, and my uncle wrote to me and said, Your mother has changed. She's really changed. You see, you give them a chance to be born again. Every time you speak that which the Holy Spirit brings to your mind, no one would have ever thought of speaking Deuteronomy 18 to a person and it would cause them to be born again. But that's what the Holy Spirit showed me to speak. Often there was a Catholic woman who would visit me and she was not born again. She, had, she was a member of the Catholic Church. She would bring all forms of worldly wisdom to me and tell me some worldly saying that she considered wise but it was not in the Bible. And I would say to her, I want to build my house on the word of God, and what you've just told me is not in the Bible. Give them a chance by speaking to them that which God brings to your mind to speak, whether it's a scripture or a concept. If God opens their ears to what you say, And they believe they will be saved because he has caused them to hear. He has caused them to believe. They are one of the elect of God and they are born again at the time they agree with what God has said. I've seen it happen so many times. One time I was en route to Albuquerque, New Mexico on a buying trip when I owned my business. As the plane touched down on the runway, I heard from God, be baptized. Now, I had been baptized when I was 15 in Church of Christ, but I was not born again. Now I'm born again already, and God is saying to me, be baptized. My cousin met me at the plane. She's Church of Christ. 
So I said to Jean, if you can arrange it this afternoon before I go back to Dallas, I'll be baptized. And she was bewildered. She said, but but you've already been baptized. And I said, but I wasn't born again. She looked kind of strange. And then she said, well, okay. As we drove along the highway, I talked about God. I talked about things God had done with me. And Jean said, well, I believe you are a Christian. I just don't see how you can be one. See, she didn't understand being born again. To her, you were a Christian when you went to church. She just didn't understand being born again. She did set it up for me to be baptized that afternoon. We gathered at the Church of Christ building, which she attended, and much to my amazement, about 15 of my relatives were there that have come to see me be baptized. The minister said to me, would you like to say anything? And I said, well, I guess so. And I just started talking to them back as the Spirit reminded me of things. After I finished talking and was baptized, my uncle came to me. He had tears in his eyes while I was talking. I noticed that. He came to me and he said, when you get back to Dallas, could you write that out for me, what you said? Because he said, I've never heard anything like that before. He was born again at the time I was talking. See, simply doing what the Holy Spirit shows you to do is the key. Saying what comes to your mind from the Holy Spirit. God honors those things, just as Jesus said to the disciples, go forth and preach the gospel, the Lord working with you with signs following. And signs do follow when you speak by the Spirit of God. People get born again. Things happen. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.